Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buff Nation. Let's go. Welcome in. DMVR Buffs Primetime. My name is Jake Schwanitz. I'm joined by RK. We are sponsored or presented by the American Raptors. If you didn't get the ticket you wanted as an elite athlete, check out the opportunities at Infinity Park. Rugby just may be your next ride. What's up, man? Dude, what a day yesterday. What a day. Incredible. And it only got better after we uh, finished our show. Um, because I think it was after our show that Shador officially announced. And, of course, a little bit later, after your fantastic campaign to get Travis Hunter to 100,000 YouTube subscribers, uh, he hit actually 105 by the time he dropped the video and announced he's coming to Colorado. That alone makes yesterday just Shador and Travis, really just Travis alone, but mm. I'm going to throw Shador in there because I'm equally as excited for him. Uh, makes yesterday one of the best recruiting days in the history of Colorado. Straight up. It was pretty incredible. You throw in Tad Boyle's record-setting win, too. What a day for the entire university and program. They're all good. Said it before, they're all good, but it was a great day to be a buff. Yes, it it was. It was a great, great day to be a buff. Uh, So happy for Tad. Maybe we can talk a little bit about that later. But, I, you know, I mentioned this uh, on Twitter. I just said, like, don't let the fact that you you knew Shadur and Travis were coming or yep. expected them to come make you forget how big it is that they're coming. You know what I mean? Right. Like, because everyone wants big news and big flips and all this stuff, um, and that has happened. But it's also important to properly appreciate the fact that you got a five-star and a four-star transfer in the same day. Yeah, I mean, just those two moves alone will be enough to hype up an entire fan base for a whole offseason. And it's just like, oh, yeah, remember those guys? They're also coming, too. Right, right. Like, it was part of signing the deal, which yes. it kind of was, but it doesn't matter. It's, it's worth celebrating big time. For sure. And we're going to do that here. Uh, we've just been chaining good days back to back to back to back here. Yep. Uh, who do you want to talk about first, Travis? Let's do it. Let's do it then. Travis First Hunter. of all, go ahead. Loved the video. Also loved him saying I'm not announcing it until I get to 100,000 YouTube subscribers. And the reason I bring up how much I love it is because I saw a lot of people pushing back on it. Like, oh, yeah, these kids are all about themselves, blah, blah. In today's day and age, why would they not be? Why would you ever squander an opportunity to build your brand? I just don't understand why people don't want them to do this. 
I have this new bad habit of going and reading the boards of disappointed schools <laughs> that don't get these guys. Yeah. I don't know why I do that to myself because I really just have to look like right into the face of the worst of humanity. Um, this that was you last year. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't because I'm not a person <laughs> who says horrible things about well, twenty year old kids. No, but you were you were very down bad. I was after, down bad uh, this time. But last like year. Georgia fans shouldn't be down bad. Right. Meanwhile, they're saying like, oh, this video alone shows me he wouldn't have fit the culture at Georgia, and it's like honestly, they have no idea I'm what not they're even talking about. Um, like screw off. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um, so I thought the video was great, but I really, I really appreciated him understanding his, it's his moment and he should capitalize on it. And he did capitalize on it. And when you are the best player in the country last year and, you know, the number one transfer in the country this year, right? you deserve those moments. So he did it. You got a glimpse into his personality, which I think is really fun. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, a, a lot of times we don't get to see these sides of people, but, um, I think like he's kind of goofy and you know has great energy about him, and I'm excited for him to be on campus. I know Brandon tweeted at him yesterday, "Hey, yeah. come to Boulder, we'll get you the Shador Sand or sorry, the uh, Travis Hunter show," and hopefully he takes him up on it because I think he looks like a great entertainer. Yeah, he could definitely have his own show, and uh, I don't know, just put a mic in front of his face for about 30, 45 minutes. Just let's see what happens. Let's see what happens exactly. Um, I agree, man. I mean, he got a bunch of subscribers yesterday. Of course, the noise was going to be. I don't want to say overwhelmingly negative, but the, the loud people were going to be negative uh, because he committed again, and that's just how college football fans are. When you lose a commitment, they get a kind of, kind of bitter. Um, so that happened, and then he also did the thing where he asked for 100K subscribers, and it took him like four hours to upload the video. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's, it's give and take, I guess, but I'm with you. I mean, I, I enjoy watching his stuff. That's just been him, like, always, though. Like, go back and watch any of his videos. Like, before the Celebration Bowl, uh, long before that even. And he's the same dude, just kind of goofy, loves to have fun, loves to play ball. Yeah, it's he's, great. He's just awesome. Loves to play wide receiver, according to he does. Coach Prime. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, well, let's start here. Jake, does he play both ways at CU? Yes. I'm going to say yes as well. Um in my opinion, I don't think Coach Prime is the type of guy to be like, oh, things have leveled up. You're not going to be able to do this anymore. Like, I think if he was willing to let him play both ways at Jackson, he's going to be willing to let him play both ways at Colorado. And obviously, aside from the, the risk, which I'll touch wood for, uh, the reward is you kind of have your CB1 and your wide receiver one. Now, yeah. you're not going to play him – 40 50 plays a game on offense i don't think um because i know that <laughs> sean lewis is going to try to run 90 right um but i don't think you're going to play him half of those plays i don't think it would be smart to that being said you want to bring him out there on big third downs big drives like they did in the celebration bowl um i think he even played more than normal in mm -hmm. that celebration bowl i'm fine with that and i think again coach prime is going to say the kid plays both ways i'm not i'm not gonna be the one to stop him well, just what that comment said, this wide receiver room is going to be stacked. You don't even really need him at wide receiver with the guys you're going to have. Kevin Coleman's going to come through. you got a four-star. Um, Jordan Tyson at some point is going to play. At least that's what Mike Sanford said earlier la or in late last year. But I think that just going into 23, Travis's role is going to be, like what you said, it's going to be similar to what we saw at Jackson State where I would assume starting off he starts at cornerback and they'll 
mix him in at wide receiver. But I think as the year progresses and moves on, it's going to become increasingly more obvious how talented he is, how talented he is at wide receiver. And at some point, I don't know if it's, it's going to be something that you just can't ignore. I think so, too. Uh, and, and I'll never be able to get past that comment from Coach Prime. He should do what he loves. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not what Coach Prime said necessarily, but he said he likes corner. He loves wide receiver. Over the course of a career, you're going to end up with a better player because it's not like he's more talented on one side or the right. other. Um, but you're going to end up with a better player doing what he loves. Mm-hmm. And so while I probably would have advocated for him to play corner a week ago before I heard that, now I'll advocate for him to play wide receiver um, because I just think that passion um, and what what is in your heart goes so long. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously he has talent just, you know, exuding off of him. Right. But you can't replicate uh, what your heart wants. And so I would maybe even advocate for him to go full-time to wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, and just say he should dedicate every – waking moment into being the best wide receiver he can be and he'll probably end up being a first round pick at that position that being said from a football standpoint in a you know program first standpoint it's a lot easier to find wide receivers than it is to find corners lock down corners uh so that side of me says i hope he plays corner because we're gonna need him out there at corner Mm -hmm. well just going back to what you basically just said and what coach prime said if he loves wide receiver, he's probably going to switch at some point anyway. Yeah. So just do it. Just get it out of the way. Don't be the ones who are stubborn and put him at the wrong position and make yourself look bad when you finally do move him there or when he does move there in the NFL or whatever. Just do it. Yeah. He obviously wants to play there. He loves it there. Coach Prime sees that. Um, everyone saw the talent and what he was able to do on the field last weekend. Just do it. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, on that topic, though... I already forgot his name. <laughs> Cormani McLean. Ah, uh, uh, yes. So Cormani McLean, still no news on that front. Obviously. I feel like news always breaks while we're on this show. Whenever you say no does. news, I'm just waiting for the comments to be like, actually. I know. <laughs> but you could That would be going. great news if news did break about, uh, well, it could be potentially great news if Cormani McLean news did break. But last I heard was nothing. Well, what's interesting about this is... Yesterday, it comes out, he's not signing with Miami, right? Mm -hmm. Then, as they are always going to, and I think this is an important thing to, uh, (laughs) this is an important thing for everyone to remember as in the new era of Colorado. Right. The Buffs name is going to be mentioned in every one of these scenarios. Yep. Because one, the less cynical side of me says, we're just that school now. The more cynical side of me says, well, yeah. Coach Prime drives traffic. Who knows it better than us? Mm-hmm. You know, thankfully, we're not um, exploiting that. We're just doing our show, and it happens right. to be that our show is now about Coach Prime's Buffaloes every yeah. day. Uh, but every recruiting service or reporter or whatever has an interest in, in including the Buffaloes because that brings the crowds. So I just want everyone to keep that in mind because I think the Buffs are going to be mentioned every single time a recruit decommits or every single time, um, you know, someone's up for grabs, whatever it is that doesn't. So don't read too much into it. Mm-hmm. That being said, late last night on three, you know, predicts 
uh, one of their reporters predicts that Cormani McLean's going to Colorado. Then a Miami reporter comes out and says, I've been told he's still going to sign with Miami tomorrow. Right. So what I'll say about the fact that there has been no news today, and I'm scrolling my timeline just to make sure that's correct as we speak. I think we're good. I think we're good as well. That would indicate that that reporter was wrong. And that doesn't necessarily mean they were, you know, they got whatever. Recruiting right. changes every five minutes. Yeah. Uh, but the point being, maybe he's taking a longer look at Colorado. Maybe he wants to visit. Um, you know, there's nothing forcing him to sign right now. He has until what, tomorrow? In this period. Yes, exactly. So this could go to February. It's going to say. It could go to, you know, he could end up going tomorrow, meaning he doesn't feel the need to visit. Maybe he says, you know what? What's the hurry? Uh, I can take a visit to Colorado, whatever, whether that's official or unofficial. I don't know if he's used up all of his. Um, go see what Coach Prime's doing, then make a decision, sign in February. Um, but I think the fact that no news today is good news for the Buffs. Um, do you know, so when signing day comes on February 1st, how, is that it? Can they sign after that? Yes. Like, how yes. long though? Uh, it, it varies per, by the school. Oh, but so it's it, on the school's terms at that point. Then. I believe so, just because it's about when you were going to come in, you know? Oh, it's because like, they got to get you enrolled. Right. And, it, but you know, school starts in August. Mm -hmm. So technically you could sign whenever july yeah, yeah at any time there if you were uncommitted at that point there's no right. i think once that second signing day comes around um you are able to sign all the way up until you know whenever the comment right there can on three be trusted um i mean they're a newer outlet but they have legitimate guys at that network and well, they do good like good work they're still a building though what's so. crazy about on three is I'm pretty sure this is the timeline here. Guy co-founded Rivals. Right. Sold it. Co-founded 24-7. Sold it. Started on three. Almost feels like a loophole in the system. Yeah. Like, should you be able to do that? I don't mm -hmm. know. Um, but, hey, <laughs> more power to him. He's probably rolling in it. So, it, you know, it's it's a familiar name in this world. I will say... What I was saying, and this is not an indictment on any specific person, just the truth of it. The smaller, younger sites who are trying to get a name for themselves are more likely to play what I was just talking about earlier right. of like play the games of Coach Prime drives traffic. So, you know, let's involve him in this. That's true. And that's just a broad thing. I'm not pointing at any no. one person specifically. You're right. They do great work, though. I watch their YouTube stuff, um, I follow almost all of them on Twitter. And uh, Haas Fawcett is like a legitimate newsbreaker in the recruiting world. So. Yes, absolutely. Um, back Did he get that? It, I have no idea his story. Um, he, he runs a massive college uh, football recruiting Instagram page. I was going to say, did he get those sources through making edits? And he's got like 250,000 followers on Instagram. I think that's what happened is he was making these sick edits and then people started reaching out to him being like, hey, yep. I'm going to commit to Colorado. Can you make me an edit? Yep. And he just parlayed that into, okay, now I'm, I'm getting the news before anyone. Right, right. Um, Blake Purchase signed today. <sighs> Why you got to kill my vibe like that? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a sad one. I'm, I'm, that's the one of everything that's happened. That's the one that hurts the most. Yeah. Um, because he's obviously a Colorado kid out of Cherry Creek. Um, and I am biased towards Colorado and everything in my life except for recruiting. Meaning, I don't 
give Colorado kids like a boost. Uh, in fact, I think I've at, at this point in my life, I do the other way around. Mm-hmm. I'm more critical of them because a lot of them have not panned out. Right. That being said, when I watched Blake Purchase, I was like, this is not, it just doesn't apply here. He's just a beast. He's, He's eye popping. Yes. Freakish athleticism, size, body build, top to bottom. I love, I loved everything about him as a prospect. Uh, and I thought maybe the Colorado tie would give the buffs a little extra edge over some of the other guys that they're trying to flip so late in the end. It's so hard to overcome these relationships that have been built for years on end now, at least months on end. Um, and so I never blame these kids because I think they get really excited by the prospect of going to Colorado. And then they're in this like tough back and forth. And I don't blame anyone for in the end, falling back on the relationships that they've built. Like coach prime hasn't had an opportunity to build a relationship with Blake purchase or right. even whoever Tim Brewster, anyone, hardly anyone in this class, honestly, right. that wasn't recruited to Jackson state. So I don't blame these kids for saying, okay, when push comes to shove and I have to make a decision about the future of my life, I'm going to fall back on the thing that I know, which is I know the relation. I trust the relationship I have with this coach. Right. Um, well said. Shador Sanders is officially a Colorado Buffalo. Hmm. He looked icy yes. in the pure whites. I said to you guys in the office, all right, we know what unis the buffs are wearing. Yes. First game of the season yes. at TCU. Um, someone on one of the message boards pointed this out today about how all the recruits are wearing the either the all whites or, or the, the all blacks. And they're like, are we going to lose the gold pants, blah, blah? Maybe. I love the Buffs' traditional look way back when, when they were actually able to match the pants and the helmets. Right. For whatever reason, in the, current, uh, in the current uniform world, they can't figure out a way to make the, the uh, gold pants shine. So now they look weird. Give me gold, black, black for every home game, and I'll be happy. I know that's not what's going to happen. But more, the more gold, black, black, the better. We're probably going to get more black, black, black as well, um, which is sick. But the white, I think the all white is one of our cleanest possible uniforms. Shador looks so sick in it. And uh, I just couldn't be more thrilled. If you took everything out of this offseason and said you can have one of, the, one of these things other than Coach Prime, I would pick Shador Sanders. For sure. And, you know, that's that's I don't know how to put it any more blatantly than that. Yeah. He's incredible. No, I mean, if you put him on last year's team, yeah, probably win two more games at, at least. least. Yeah, for sure. Um, Tyler Brown has also committed to Colorado. He played. Oh, God, left or right. I can't remember which. Um, I, don't, I can't remember either. Either way. Well, Savion plays right. So maybe Tyler will play left. Yeah, I was curious about Savion, if he was going to stay at right. He's massive. He's so big. Bigger Um, than Tyler Brown. Yeah, and then you also have uh, your boy Lindenhan. What's his name? The recruit? No, the mountain. uh, Oh. uh, The tank. Jared Christian Lichtenhan. There we go. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's going to take me a while to remember that name. Tank tank works. I'll remember that now. Yeah, tank, exactly. Um, Maybe he, you know, has one of those spots. Sure. Um, Tyler Brown, what's his size? I think, what is he, 6'5"? Uh, let me scroll to it real quick. I've got it here. Just kidding. I don't have it. All right. Anyways, I, I want to <laughs> say 6'5". I'll get it. Maybe he's a... Uh, I don't know. The Buffs needed tons of offensive linemen, and they're actually getting them. Yeah. Tons of them. Recruits also. Transfers. Yep. 
Um, we'll go through the whole list here in a second. 6'3", 319 for Tyler Brown. So he's so. listed at tackle? Um, not on Jackson State. Okay. I was going to say, he could be a guard. Well, okay. Let me check the... Because the CU buffs, as I told you yesterday, they were putting out like those little picture things or whatever, like little like mini Twitter threads for each yeah. uh, commitment. And that's how we found out Morgan Pearson's gonna play linebacker. Right. Um, I'm having some issues here. I'm sorry. All right. Anyways, <laughs> I'm, I'll find it. Um, I I think that Tyler Brown at six three could work as a guard. Oh yeah, I mean, compared to the the size of the guys that you're getting, Jada's huge. That's what I, um, and that's exactly what I was thinking. Is like, I don't think he's tall enough to play tackle for what they want here. They just have him listed at offensive line. There you go. I think that's. So that means it's fluid. Yeah, that means he's playing guard. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Great deductive reasoning there. Um, you want to talk about Jimmy Horn? Yes. What's going uh, on there? We shall see. We shall see. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> I have to give a hat tip to the uh, sleuths who, uh, yes. on the Let message boards, I think this one was on Buff Stampede, who were screenshotting the backgrounds of the video yesterday, and it seemed <laughs> like they were expecting Jimmy Horn to come to Colorado. Who knows if that ends up happening, um, but that's hilarious and great internet work. Um, That's how we found out Travis Hunter was coming, for sure. Yeah. For sure, for sure, for, for sure, sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, so I think that he's going to end up coming to Colorado. I don't know. We'll see. Um, there's just, just so much talent out there at that wide receiver position that I guess I'm not stressing too much. I will say, a lot of people have referred to him as like their favorite option of all these guys. Like I personally like Kevin Coleman maybe a little bit better. Um, 100%. So... I want Jimmy Horn, uh, definitely. He's a, He has electric tape, um, and I, I think we talked about it when we mentioned him way back when, but he actually runs really good routes out of the slot, which is important. So we'll see what happens. Going to be hugely important for Sean Lewis's offense. Before we move on, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Game Time. They're the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. You won't find a better deal. The rest of this season on Buffs basketball tickets uh, last night was amazing. Game got a little close towards the end. Yeah. Uh, but the guys pulled it out. Tristan De Silva, first career double-double. KJ got 20 also. Um, and Tad breaks the record. It seems like things are finally starting to... Yeah, what is up. that, four in a row now? Four in a row. There we go. Let's get it rolling. Uh, still, well, are we talking about basketball right now or are you finishing this read? What do you want to... <laughs> go <laughs> ahead. Finish the read. Okay. Um, they're created by the fans for the fans and guarantees the lowest tickets per ticket price. If you love DMVR, then you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app. Score the best seats to all your favorite events. Also, shout out to our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. It's bowl season. It's time to have fun. Uh, today on the DMVR Broncos draft pod, which is under this one in your podcast feed, if you're on the Buffs feed, talked a lot about bowl season up mm. until the playoff games. And then next week we will pick up with the New Year's Six in the playoff games. I've got the over tonight in Baylor Air Force. Nice. I think the we're getting the Air Force under trick. It's a trap. What, the, what is it? It's got to be low then. What's it set It's at? like 46 or something. 
But they're playing Baylor, who averaged who almost score. 35 points a game this year, gave up 26 points a game. I think it's gonna. I think they're gonna score in that game. And we saw firsthand how explosive Air Force can be if you let them. That is true. Well, kinda. They busted some big runs. They did. They mostly just like paper cut us to death because we couldn't stop a nosebleed. They did. You can also boost your winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DMVR. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Do we want to get some, a little bit of Tad talk in before we finish and wrap up with the rest, or do we want to do no, it at the end? Quickly, let's just talk Kevin Coleman, Kep. another one that we're waiting on, a lot of people are talking about. Um, one, The last like need for me off of the uh, Jackson State roster. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that's like, okay, if we, get, if we don't get him, I'll be sad. Um, there hasn't really been any indication so far of a lean one way or the other, well. other than just... The lean towards Colorado, right? And the detective work, the the sleuthing yesterday that showed Coleman under the wide receivers on the depth chart. The sleuths were, they had Jimmy Horn and Kevin Coleman. Yes, and Travis Hunter before he And Travis Hunter. Um, So if they're to be believed, then uh, there you go. But I'm a huge Kevin Coleman fan, and I just, it felt like him, Shador, Travis had like a thing going that, that right. I hope they're able to keep it going. Yep. Um, some of these safeties I would have, I would like to see come over too. Um, if Jeremiah Williams, the the stud D lineman, yes. enters the portal, uh, got to get him. But he has not entered the portal. Last I remember. Really, really quick. Colorado currently with the number seven ranked transfer class. That's in the what I was going to to. Jake, they were like sixty eighth last year. They're number seven. And that's pre-Marshawn Neyland, mm-hmm. who I didn't realize was a four-star transfer. So that's probably going to – I actually don't know. I'm hoping it jumps into the top five once that gets added to the list. I don't think, I don't think people are talking about this enough. Like, Whoa. number seven transfer class in the country. Last year, obviously, it was USC who had the number one transfer class in the yep. country. Like – that is how you flip things overnight. I know everyone wants to see the five-star recruits coming in from high school, which is obviously huge for the future. But when we talked about Coach Prime being able to turn this thing around immediately, if you would have told me you can have the seventh best transfer class in the country, I would say give it to me right now and we're going to you know, compete for a bowl game at the very least next season. And they're not done. No. You add in a Jimmy Horn. You add in a Kevin, Kevin Coleman. Coleman. You know, you you add in some surprises later down the road. Remember, kids can enter the portal during spring, tra- you know, spring practice. Through the summer. Right. And so, like, you know, if they don't like where, where they're, uh, they are, uh, you know, or the role they're playing in the spring, they can enter then. And uh, Colorado's always going to be in that conversation. So, we're probably sitting – Maybe at six now after Neyland, maybe even in the top five. This thing could get up there, potentially in the top three, potentially number one. P said it. I was going to say it also. On three, has him at number five. With Neyland? With, yeah, just as it stands right now. uh, I just, when we started the show, looked at 24-7, and they had not added Neyland to the transfers. Um, I'm only looking just at overall rankings here, but as you said, they are seven. It's, um, 
we didn't even get like that much time to talk about Shane Cokes. I know. Who absolutely obliterated the Ivy League. Now, big difference. But, right. you know, he's listed. The, I was misled because when he came out of high school and went to Dartmouth, he was like 6'4, 220. Yep. Now he's like 6'4, 280. Yeah. And I didn't even realize like he's playing on the interior. So you've got now you've added interior yeah, pass boys. rush. Yeah. Um, you've added ex, you know, outside pass rush with Neyland, the kid from West Virginia in this transfer class. This transfer class is what everyone should be talking about. Oh, yeah. It's I, I've said it a couple times, not on this show, really, but like when I've done TDSP in the draft pod, it's this transfer class. It's not the recruiting class. The yeah. recruiting class is going to be built upon. But in terms of immediate impact, it's, of course, going to be the transfers. Would you ever, I don't think you'd ever guess who the number one team in on three's transfer portal rankings is. You are going to be shocked. I am shocked. Can I get a region? Um, Midwest. Near, I, I'm not, I'm, that's Midwest. Um, I, I don't know with you saying that. I'm just going to say Minnesota. It's Michigan State. Okay, wow, there you go. I don't know how Mel Tucker has the top-ranked recruiting class, according to them. The trans top-ranked transfer class. Trans or transfer class, yes. Um, we're good for him. Yeah, Let's beat him. him. Um, uh, what's wh who did they get that made this that jump up so high? Because like, dude, I don't know. The Buffs went from fourteen to seven when they added uh, Travis Hunter last night. So. Four-star Jeremy Bernard, or he transferred out. So I don't even really know. Okay. I'm sure they have a couple really big ones. Um, but I think the most important thing with seeing that number seven next to Colorado in the transfer class rankings is it helps quantify how big it was to get Travis and Shador, which, again, mm -hmm. I just think people are taking for granted because it was, you know, as soon as you made Deion Sanders your coach, you're thinking, okay, well, you're probably getting, you're definitely getting Shador, and you're probably getting Travis. But when you see that, the seventh best transfer class in the country, which another thing that people were talking about like a week ago is, are we sure that those transfer requirements that are changing are changing fast enough for this transfer class? Yep. Look at what's happening. <laughs> um, someone asked in the comments what Mel's transfer class was for Colorado in 2019, 44th. Wow. The level of player that they've been able to go out and get in. By the way, what, two days of of recruiting? One and a half days of recruiting when when Coach Prime wasn't coaching at Jackson. Mm -hmm. So, just unbelievable. Um, let's go through... You already mentioned... Um, well, we didn't really talk about uh, Neyland yet. He yep. transferred in today. He was in Boulder last weekend. Um... I believe he had, like, I'm going off memory here. I don't have it pulled up. It's like eight sacks the last two years, two forced fumbles, uh, like 12 tackles for a loss. Like Biggest thing is ranked 18th uh, in the country by PFF in terms of run defense mm -hmm. from his position. And another 285-pound guy on defense whose hand's probably going to be in the dirt if you're that size. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and, and with the way that they're building this team – uh, it, it's starting to feel like, and we've we've heard a little bit of rumblings, like they're gonna have four down, mm -hmm. um, and so you just need these types of guys. You need yep. beasts on, uh, from those positions. 
and to have that, like, remember, Jake, this team was the worst run defense in the country for a lot of the season. Mm -hmm. uh, and so you to be able to add the 18th best run defender in the country from his position Instant is impact. just exactly. It is just massive. Uh, it, and this is why I just laugh when people are like, yeah, we'll see if Coach Prime can flip it from 1 and 11. It's like. You don't not, understand how bad it was. Well, like, it, but <laughs> also, like, he's not trying to turn that team that was 1 and 11. Right. Into a, a you know a much better team. He's he's just operating with an entirely different yeah. roster. Well, we talk about the transfers. We'll see how many guys actually leave here in the next few months going into the summer. Yep, because it's going to happen too. Uh, let's flip to other sides of the ball. Landon Beebe, as you said, of offensive lineman transferred in via Missouri State. Played there the last five years. Was named second team all. MVFC, Missouri, Missouri Valley, Valley Football, Football Conference. Conference. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> in 2022 and 2021. Maybe they have uh, two separate, like, maybe they're, because Missouri Valley Conference is kind of a beast in basketball. Yeah. But I think some of their basketball schools don't even have football teams. So That would make sense. Yeah. Uh, Jack Wilty, offensive lineman via Iowa Central Community College, is transferred in. He measures in at six foot five, three oh five. Was originally a 2020 recruit that committed to Northern Illinois, transferred to Iowa Central CC before the 2022 season, and earned JUCO All-American honors last year. Beast. Beast. And again, I, I feel, I, I'm sorry for repeating myself because I think I say this on every show. If there was one position that I was worried about to fix in the transfer portal, it was the offensive line because you're talking about BB, yep. right? Yep. He, they've kind of done it already. Mm-hmm. Like, if they wanted to, what? They've already transferred in So, BB, uh, Wilty, who has... A, who? So, I was actually just talking about Jack Wilty. He okay. was the all-Juco guy. Oh, right, right, right. Um, so, you got BB, Wilty, Isaiah Jada, Tyler Brown is transferred in, Sabion Washington is tra transferred in. Um, just looking through the commits here, I don't think we... We have one interior alignment. I don't think we have a tackle yet in the recruiting class, so... Either way... You mentioned five. Yep. That doesn't necessarily mean that's going to be their five. But... Well, Van Wells and Tank. Right, exactly. You don't need five. Yep. You really needed three for sure, four. But Savion Washington, you know, I told you may, might be before Travis Hunter and Shador might have been my favorite transfer. Right. Um, uh, you know, you, you bring in a guy from Jackson. You bring in Landon Beebe. You bring in this guy like... It's you should be good now. Yep. I, I legitimately think they should be good on the offensive line. Um, last piece before we kind of roll into Ri our next segment. Was What's it R Riley Rife? Says uh, he's a pulling tackle. Love That's what that. you need. You absolutely love to hear that. Yep, that is exactly right what there. you do in this offense is those tackles get out there and they move. And that's the main reason why I was so excited about Savion Washington. Yep. Because he's that big and, man, he comes around like a semi-truck ready to run you over. That's fantastic news from Rifey there. Um, Owen McCown has found a home. UTSA. He's going to be a roadrunner. What a f what a find for UTSA, yeah. legitimately. Like, I was worried that, that Owen wasn't going to get power five, five offers because of his size, but the little bits that we got to see of him last year, I legitimately think that he could have been a very successful 
power five uh, mm-hmm. quarterback over the course of his career. Needs to build size, but I think he's going to go to UTSA and just shred. It's a great, great landing spot for him. Yeah. I'm super excited for him. UTSA, I believe, has the number one um, G5 recruiting class, so they might oh, yeah. be able to be about to pop off. That's dope. Yeah, Jeff Trailer, right? Sounds Is right. It? He's got him rolling, man. Yep, they're a ten-win team not too long ago. Uh, I saw it in the comments. Isaiah Harge did commit. He's from Saint Thomas Aquinas High School. Signed. Yep. He's signed from Saint Thomas Aquinas High School. Two two years in a row getting one out of just an absolute powerhouse. So yep. keep it going. Um, verbally committed to see you on four twenty. Signed nice. his. Go ahead. I just said nice. <laughs> uh, signed his NLI to play at CU yesterday. Uh, his older brother is Ron Harge the third. He was a 2023 star recruit that committed to Oregon State. He has entered the transfer portal and committed to Colorado State. Interesting. Of uh, brother on brother at the uh, yeah. what third game of the season? Yep. Um, I think he's a corner also. They might get matched up on each other. All right. Well, we'll we see if Harge gets on the field. Right. For sure. Um, by the way, I saw that Nebraska opens the season with a conference game this year. So, because CU plays Nebraska at home, the week Big two. Ten's been doing that weird I stuff. I think they open the season against Minnesota. That's not a right. That's a tough, yeah. tough starting point for Matt Rule. Tanner Morgan not in that, his nineteenth year. Right. Not yeah, exactly. <laughs> not that Coach Prime has it easy going to TCU no, for the first game yeah, of the season. No doubt. Before we move on, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. You guys know we love our Breck brews here at DMVR. Um, I can't tell you how many Mountain Beach Sours, Christmas Ales, whatever it is, I'm going to crush tonight at the Christmas party. Oh, let's go. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Also, if you need a Christmas gift idea, you better hurry, one. But two, enter your favorite beer lover into Breck's Nice List sweepstakes at breckbrew.com and search Nice List. That link is in the description. You can also check out their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com to find a brew near you. Um, one more thing before we get to your guys' questions. Jack Kroll. Ha! Um, I don't know what to say here. Lay it on us. Uh, he's been doing this forever. You know, Who I mean, is he? He is a CU regent. Uh, obviously, whenever a hire is made by the university, you know, the one that we always pay attention to is the football program. It has to, the, the contract, any long-term contract has to be approved by the regents. They have to vote. Uh, as to whether or not they, you know, want to approve that contract. So there is a world, I don't know if this has ever happened anywhere, but there is a world where they could have voted against that today and we could have been having the worst day of our lives. Um, But it's never happened. I I legitimately don't know if it's ever happened anywhere. But Jack Kroll does this thing where he votes against it every single time. Um, And let me be clear here, Jake. Everyone is entitled. His job is to make a decision and vote on it. So vote however you see fit, you know, whatever. My issue is posing with Coach Prime the day that he's hired. Right next to him. Yes. Coming to the press conference, um, you know, sitting in a box for the, for the games. Enjoy. I do, you don't get to do that. Like, pick a side. Mm-hmm. You're either in favor of athletics or you're against it. And I know some people are saying, well, he can be a Buffs fan, but not be in favor of 
paying him all that money, but it's like, not really, because either you want to compete or you don't. And if you are trying to stop the team from competing, you just can't be, can't be one of us. He is beginning rightfully roasted on Twitter today, um, but he is not able to be reelected, right? Good news. He's not going to be on, uh, on the, a part of the Regents after this. So Great news. Um, let's get to questions. I saw it quite a bit already in there. But just like the clout chase. Like, yeah. pose, like what posing, does he do? I don't know. What do, I don't know. But <laughs> the, the, fa- the, the, the part that really gets me is posing with Coach Prime for a picture right before saying no we shouldn't we we shouldn't give him that contract Mm -hmm. that Um, that rubs me the wrong way i get it it's it was one of those things that when i saw come across today i was like yeah i'm not going to comment on this but i know the fans are going to do the work for me here so yeah Um, see you later to the questions i've seen a ton of mike zimmer in there um Oh, this is a great question. How would you rate the recruitment of the Buffs so far? Do you think that Dion's huge social media presence is working against him? I would not say that at all. No, I would say everything about Coach Prime is working for him. Yep. Legitimately. Um, like his swagger, his social media presence, his brashness. The, the video last night, did you see the one of him out on his uh, – which one? His porch, <laughs> laughing, saying, you thought you were going to get what, yes, what we had. fantastic like, video. It was so good. And I just think everyone, especially who it matters, these you know these 18-year-old star athletes love this stuff. Did you see the one? So CU's recruiting has been incredible. Did you see the one where, uh, I don't know who it was. He tagged them on Instagram, I think, but... Uh, it was a student or someone just in Boulder was like rapping outside of his office. Yes, I don't think it was a student, but that was fantastic. <laughs> that was dope. He brought him in the facility. Yes, yes. Uh, literally, someone was like trying to get his attention, I guess, mm-hmm. by rapping through a speaker uh, outside. And the coach probably was like, I thought that was coming through the <laughs> stadium speakers. They bring him up to the, uh, to the facility, talks with him. I love that. I love the realness. Sorry, I'm counting. What are we counting? Um, this question. We're at 25 new players. I think we're higher than that. I think I got to 27 there. This isn't even including Kevin Coleman and other guys that could potentially come uh, via the transfer portal in JSU. So it's we've already hit 25 plus. Yeah. But that's did, including recruits. And what did I say originally? 30? Mm-hmm. 30 new players could be coming in. I think it could end up even being higher than that. So mm-hmm. um, big time turnover. Big time turnover of the roster and the the bigger question is like, how many do you f- turn over in the two deep? Mm-hmm. Because right, you need forty four yep. in your two deep, um, and I think the turnover is going to be insane. And let's not forget that there were some good players on this team last year. Yeah, very bad team. Definitely had some good players, so you didn't need to, especially in the two deep, replace everyone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you bring in how many transfers? Uh, Nine right now? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, oh. twelve, and that's including Champion Johnson, who I believe is a PFO. PWO. Or PWO. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. There's, you know, half or one-fourth of your two deep yep. in the transfers. And then 247 says 16 players have signed their letter of intent. Great. 
I don't know how many of those guys are going to play right away. If I had to guess, six, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Jamel is back in the chat. He asks, what is Darian Hagen's role on the coaching staff? Uh, Hasn't been defined yet, has it? I don't it? really know. I think I talked about this yesterday. Coach Prime, when I spoke to him a couple of weeks ago, had a lot of admiration for him. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, it could just end up being an offensive analyst. Yep. You know, whatever it is. The, the main objective is keep Coach Hagen around just to have some sort of anchor to the history of the program, which I love. And he's a great recruiter, too. Of course. He did a lot of work for them over the last few years. Uh, next one, where do I see who see you recruited, Jimmy says. Uh, honestly, the best place is probably just go to at Jake DMVR on Twitter. I'm retweeting hey. <laughs> all the uh, uh, um, offers that I see. Um, Jimmy knows. Yeah, uh, I would also you know, recommend the pages like just Google Colorado 2023 recruiting class. You can find the 24 um, seven one that mm -hmm. just like has all the guys on there. So, or just go to the prime tracker at the ah, That's another great one. That's a better <laughs> one. Um, do you know who was the one with seven years of eligibility? I, I do. It was, Mar this? it was Maurice Bell in the oh, yeah. Maurice Bell. Not um, seven years of eligibility going into his going seventh into his year. seventh year. Yeah. Um, what what happened? Did something happen? Well, no, I think someone's just asking about that. But he entered the portal, came out. He had the video. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, that when I when someone says who's the seventh year guy, that's who I yeah, think of. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, there's a kid at Oregon who's going into his ninth. Yeah, well, I think Tanner Morgan might be uh, 30 years old and <laughs> at quarterbacking least. Minnesota against <laughs> Nebraska in Week One. I'm glad um, we don't have to see him. Yeah. Any news on Desmond Demis? Um, honestly, I really don't know. I haven't heard a lot. From these AM guys, PJ Williams, mm -hmm. he's, he's got a decision to make. Uh, Smoke Bowie, haven't heard anything much about. I'll tell you what I'm hearing about the uh, Texas AM guys. Please do. Which is some massive, massive NIL promises were made to these kids uh, that were not fulfilled. And it has caused this just absolute shit show uh, that is going on at AM right now. So there's differing reports about like what you know what's happening with these transfers. Like are are they trying to make up for um, lost opportunity that they thought they were gonna get there? I think you can read between the lines of what I'm saying. Speaking of Jimbo, did you see what this guy had to say today? Oh wait, one more thing about uh, what, go for it. A thing people are saying. Uh, I talked. I think I talked about this a little bit last week with Malachi Coleman. It is so funny seeing Georgia fans. Saying like, "Oh, see, you just paid Travis Hunter the most amount of money." Like, blah blah. I'm like, just think for a second here. Yeah. Which school would have a more opportunity if it came down to just money to get Travis Hunter, Georgia or Colorado? Just like for one second, yeah. or maybe USC, the program who literally stole Jordan Addison from across the country and from Texas. Yeah, like. It, if you think it's just going, I, I appreciate you thinking that Colorado is just printing money <laughs> to give to these recruits, but that'd be uh, cool. Yeah, it would be awesome. <laughs> I wish that we were taking everyone's players because we had the most money. That is not what is happening here at all. Um, we don't have to talk about him very long, but Jimbo Fisher today, obviously last year, they got one of the best recruiting classes and 
Nick Saban was taking shots. A lot of eyebrows were raised and a lot of uh, speculation was flying around. Today, I knew eventually there would be pay for play, but I did not know it would be NIL like it came about. The problem with all of it is that there is no consistency in rules. And then when you get into the transfer portal, there is so much tampering going on. It is utterly ridiculous. It is a joke. It is an absolute joke. We are only in college. I don't know what that line means. We are only in college football. Oh, I guess he's just saying we're not professionals. I guess. But come on, The man. guy who exploited come it on. the most and then couldn't fulfill, according to reports, the promises they made is now complaining about the system. Crazy. Everyone loves it until it doesn't work out for them. And by the way, I won't get into the details, but I think Coach Prime has a great philosophy when mm -hmm. it comes to this stuff to avoid situations like the one that yeah. Texas A&M is in. It's, I don't know, it's just the hypocrisy of college football is, as I, as I tweeted, it's undefeated. Yeah. Because we see this often. Nick Saban's done stuff like this before. Uh, we see it all, all the time. We've got uh, horse racing on the TV over here. Uh, and it just makes me think about how you kind of have to uh, put on the blinders <laughs> if you want to enjoy college football yeah. as much as kinda we do. do. <laughs> Throw it up, uh, Ali. Super chat from Harambe. <laughs> Do you think the Buffs need a big power running back? I would like to introduce you to Mr. Anthony Hankerson. Oh, okay. Um, I did, uh, and it's one of the reasons why I really liked Ramon Davis. Um, He's going to Kentucky, by the way. He is. Great fit. With that being said, you say Hankerson. I say Jaylee Stacks. Jaylee Stacks. <laughs> Forgot about Jaylee Stacks. He was on the board. He in, was on the, the board. Screenshots. Um, I'm half joking here. Because if you go back and watch the Kent State tape, that kid that they had running a lot of their big power runs mm -hmm. was like Jaylee Stack's size, maybe yeah, a little bit big. lighter. But uh, I, I've always thought Jaylee Stacks could be a weapon. He, when he plays, he like generates yards and makes plays. Yep. I, I'm, uh, I'd like to see him get involved a little next year. Another guy who battled with injuries last yeah, year. True. Okay. Uh, David Compton, just a $10 super chat from David. <laughs> Shout out to him. We appreciate you watching. If you meant to leave a comment with that, leave it in there and we'll find it. Okay. Um, is the offensive line from the current team salvageable? Um, well, we already talked about that. A couple of. pieces are. Yeah. Enough. I think enough to, to put out sure. a good five next year. Oh, for sure. Uh, Van Wells was an all PFF freshman team selection at center. Um, true freshman who, when I started in August... I was hearing about him from the coaches, and uh, did we have a comment from? No, I just oh. we were talking about running backs, and oh. Chase said, "Is Victor Venn still a thing?" Victor Venn is still a thing. Yep. Uh, but Tank Gerard Christian Lichtenhan at left tackle. We'll see if he plays left tackle, but he's a piece for them. He's gonna have to play one of the tackle positions if he's gonna play. He's massive because uh, he's six foot ten. You said yes. My he's God, huge. that's like a Daniel Falele. Yep. Last year's draft class. Yep. Um, Don asks Mike Zimmer news. Um, how do I say this? Stay tuned. Yeah, I was going to say, like, news soon. News Stay could tuned. be coming. Stay tuned. Don't worry. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not reading that. 
Uh, read it to you for yourself. Uh, nice try. Nice try, <laughs> yeah. Andy. Um, that's impressive that you caught that. I, that's why I was laughing a while ago. because uh, I already read it there. Damn. <laughs> I was going to say, Jake Schwan, it's not Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Can't uh, get him to read anything off the prompter. Hey, what do you think will, what will happen with MLC and Jordan Tyson? That receiver group is going to be very talented. Uh, I'd expect them to stay. They're the two best receivers on the team right now, and Jordan Tyson is hurt. He's got nowhere to go. He's probably he already got an NIL deal from the Buffs Collective. I'm sure he's going to have more opportunities rolling in. And Montana showed what he could do in the Cal game, obviously. I think one of them will be here next year. Jordan Tyson. Yes. Uh, I think once all is said and done. I think there's a chance Montana might go seek opportunities elsewhere. That's not a knock on him. Just it's going to be tough. The number one easiest position to bring players in is that wide receiver. Yep. And so they're just bringing in guys left and right, uh, and they're going to be bringing in more. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be hard for him. That being said, you need like eight at least right? Um, that are going to get out there in this offense. So you could stay. I just mm-hmm. feel like he might end up going somewhere where he can play more. Yep. Will the Buffs be able to bring in Marcellus Marshall into play? He went elsewhere. Yes. Um, So, no. Yeah, I can't remember where he ended up. I was about to say Marshall. Then I realized that's his name. He went to the other black and gold team, UCF. All right. There you go. Gus Melzahn. Stay in the black and gold. Good for him. Um, That did trip me out when that came across my timeline because I saw the the black jersey. Yeah, and I was like, wait, but it's not Colorado? Um, Last question. Did Jimmy Horn sign yet? You know what? I will check for you right now, Kidus. Kildus? Kildus. Um, we already kind of talked about Jimmy Horn. Seems like he might be taking his time. According to 247, he has not signed, but Transfer Portal Crystal Ball says 100% see you. Yeah, and that's been that way for a little while now. So yep. uh, we'll see what happens with him. And, but that goes to my point of just like Jimmy Horn, Kevin Coleman. Uh, you know, you're just bringing in, <laughs> bringing in a lot of talent uh, at that position. So it could be hard for guys to keep their position on the team. Yep. Um, I'm just looking through the questions myself. I, I, Real quick. Um, what's up? Obviously, love all the football talk in the chat, but be respectful. If you're a troll, I'm going to block you like I just blocked that one guy. So there we go. Yep. The one that Woody was asking to yes. get blocked. Yeah, he got blocked after. See you he, later. Yeah. Shout out Woody. Woody's been in the comments a lot. Yeah. Uh, day one. He is a day one. All right. I think we've we've got we've hit enough here. We've hit enough here. We've gone almost an hour. Let's go. Um, um, last show before Christmas. Yes. I hope everyone has a great great holiday. We'll be kind of mixing up the shows next week. Um, yeah. But we'll still still be we'll still be coming to you guys. Hopefully with some exciting news. Also, you know, if someone like Cormani McLean becomes a buff, you'll oh, hear yeah. from us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll be traveling tomorrow, so hopefully nothing crazy breaks. But, uh, yeah. Maybe you'll just be hearing from me. Yes. We'll, bring, um, we'll drag Henry back into the buff's beat. Yeah. Um, but then Monday, right? Yep. Monday we'll be back. Uh, check out the DMVR.com. Check out the Prime Tracker at Jake DMVR at Ryan Konigsberg at Ali Monroy at DMVR underscore Buffs. We'll see you guys next week. Sco Buffs. Sco Buffs.